You're listening to Making a Mentor, the podcast that turns artists into mentors. We speak to everyday musicians, producers, promoters, and anyone working in the music industry. We get an honest picture of what it's actually like to build a career in music. Follow us and learn from the people who are where you want to be. In this episode, we talk to Junior, a Warrington rapper. He talks about the journey of doing everything himself from his bedroom and how he maintains his mindset and productivity while recording his new album. Join us in the studio with Jack. So, uh, yeah, I go by the name of Junior. That's my artist name. And um, I've just released my first song in uh, November last year. And since then, just been consistent as I can, getting uh, as many songs out. I think we're up to nine now. And uh, yeah. got a mixtape coming out very soon. So that's something to look forward to. Yes, nice. And um, like, how long have you been releasing the tunes for? When, when was that first tune released? You said... Um, yeah, early November it was, yeah. But right. obviously the process before that took a while so yeah yeah I actually started uh, making the songs yeah it must have been at least over a year sorry uh, over a year since then so that was did you release your stressed that was the first one that yeah? was the first one yeah so since would you say since November then you've released six tunes in that year after that yeah nine, <laughs> nine up to now we're currently recording <laughs> no way so yeah, what have you had them all laid out then so you got them all yeah, I wanted to get I wanted to get a good foundation because yeah. you hear about uh, so-called rappers putting out a song and don't hear enough of them for another year or so, yeah, and then yeah. like, oh, look at me. But yeah, I wanted to have a, that base of four or five songs just so I could carry on the other ones and yeah. still have that foundation. So that's where we're at now. So how like when was the age that you actually had the idea that like this is what you wanted to do? Like this is the way it was going to be, and like even when you got your artist name and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I was sixteen. I can tell you how because. Um, it's a funny story, really, how I first ever got into writing songs. Yeah. It's just me at my mate's house after school one time, and there's a beat on, and I just say to him, oh, you know, have a little, write something to this. <laughs> you know, you can have a little freestyle over this. I know. Um, and then we came out the next day, put the same beat on again, and I don't think Kyle will mind me saying that he wasn't very good. <laughs> um, but I, I, Sorry, I, think, I think I had a knack for it, just and I fell in love with it ever since then, really. And... I think parts the first couple of songs definitely some of them saying bars of it he will be in there and then yeah I just went away kept writing obviously I had nothing no uh, no products nothing no uh, production no recording system at all it was purely just writing it for the fun of it putting the beat on on my TV and then just sitting in my room going over it and going oh, change that change that change that flow there and there nice and that, did you write them on paper or did you use like notes on your phone or something first time was notes on the phone that's yeah. the way man. my notes are absolutely Fill to the rim now. It's just <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. But uh, I, d- I don't mind writing on paper as well. I think that's where you get a bit more, more creative. Yeah. yeah. But you um you freestyle as well, right? You've got two two freestyles out as well. Mm-hmm. So um, so what I'm quite interested in, I've, n- I've never understood the process of, of songwriting. I wish I could have in terms of like lyricism and stuff. Yeah. Like, how do you learn to do either of those? How do you learn to either write a song? And then how do you learn to freestyle as well? Because freestyle's a, a crazy different thing to actually structuring a, a song out. Yeah, and I, and I, I know what you mean there. I, I never really thought about when I start writing a song, I never think, oh, this is going to have a nice catchy chorus with the title in it, or this is going to be a freestyle. I kind of just keep going, get off on a tangent. And if I think there's like a, a couple of lines where it's really got substance mm. and it and I can like I can focus the rest of the song around that and then tweak things before and after so mm. I'll I'll normally start with a couple of lines and then I can I can pick a line from that and think all right we can go off on this and this that takes you in the direction really just like yeah. the first couple of um the first couple of lines or 
you know, so we'll just go so from there. When you were back in that time, would you like just put like, for example, three beats on on summer and then like write something specifically to them, or were you like writing them just? Off no that beat? that is exactly it. That a lot of uh, artists in the industry and in the genre will know about tight beats and stuff yeah. on YouTube and. You just hear a song from like one of your favourite artists and all you have to do is type in type beat with their name before it and and you've got something similar. So uh, yeah. that is how it started, yeah. But going back to your question on the, the freestyles and stuff, yeah, that that is just... Normally they're just one consistent... It'll take me like half an hour and I'll just won't stop and I'll just keep going and then it's like... They just like branch I've got, off Yeah, and I've got the length on here. But yeah, like I say, I normally think... If I've got a title of a song like Gap in the Market, which was one of my first ones, that, that was before I'd even put pen to paper. And I had that that idea. And then you write the chorus around that and then fill in the gaps pretty much. Right, okay. No I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about Gap in the Market, um, it's an interesting song obviously because um, Warrington itself, um, as as the uh, the Warrington Guardian article sort of talks about, is very focused around like indie bands, alternative bands, exactly, and, yeah. and rock bands and stuff. So could you talk a little bit about obviously the inspiration of Gap in the Market and sort of what the Warrington scene has to offer for a rapper if there is even anything? Well, yeah, it is quite interesting that song because I say that I'm still going to break through even though there's no gap in the market, right? Because the rap scene in general is very saturated. Obviously, you'd, you'd hear about London, there's a new one every day, uh, other places, Birmingham and stuff, but big cities, Manchester as well. But I kind of. I realise, yeah, there's no gap in the market in that aspect, uh, obviously nationally, but in our area, Warrington, as you say, there is no representation, no one really wants to, you know, put one foot in front of the other and break that wall yeah. and put themselves out there obviously in the genre because there's a lot of, like, uh, scepticism and a lot of talking around uh, rap music, so I just it was just a passion it was really just I want to do this and I'm not going to really listen to any, what anyone else says about it because yeah. I'm enjoying it so much it's interesting though because the demographic of Warrington itself like all of the mates that we have it as 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 a genre that gets listened to rap is massive in Warrington I'd say like yeah. there is so many yeah, people that will listen to exactly, it yeah. and it's such a big genre within your group of friends but like you said if you go out into town you're never finding a rapper anywhere. No. There's no hip hop performances or anything like that. No. Yeah. And um, people would kind of dismiss the idea anyway because it's so minimal. Yeah. yeah. The, the, but I suppose yeah. you can see that kind of stuff, as you say, in like Manchester. It's different, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's what it is. I, I was just a massive rap fan, UK rap music, and for being specific. Yeah. And, yeah. and like going back to the point I said about the way it started was just really doing it, you know, putting pen to paper or. Writing your ideas down, and then that—that's how where you can, that's the foundation you can take off from. So yeah, yeah. Mad. So would you say going. like talking about you know you're a big fan? Would you say that there's anything that like your influences, like rappers that have come before that like have affected your journey that you think would kind of be useful oh, to people? Yeah, definitely. I mean, raps took a, uh, it's took a massive shift in uh, mainstream music. Mm, I mean, yeah. you can see. Dave's won the Mercury Prize for his album and yeah. things like that and that just kind of inspires you because you think there was one time where there was no money in rap music mm. or no popularity in it and now it is kind of at the forefront of mainstream music in the country yeah. it, everyone's listening to it but in smaller towns like Warren no one's getting a part of it and that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to do 
it's exciting really it is yeah it is have you thought about live in general as well like um, have you performed before or have you uh, are you sort of uh, holding that to uh, the album yeah that's the thing yeah I wanted to do some uh, in terms of live performances to promote the album itself uh, I, want, I also wanted to get streams a bit more popularity mm-hmm. people to take me a bit more seriously yeah. before I stand on stage and people go who's this you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, and, uh, so yeah I'm looking at doing some uh, in this year actually so this year yeah oh sweet Ooh. okay are you allowed to tell us about anything like that or well nothing's really in the well we've got things in the pipeline I don't okay. want to say it's nothing in the okay. pipeline but yeah. there's nothing formal so I don't want to say something yeah, that's false, right. false exactly. promises exactly. but <laughs> you, you, you two best be there I say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring tons of people don't worry yeah. no that's fine I'm and, hoping um, I could do that myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, def- I definitely think you will as well and like people people are like Manchester is such an easy place to start with that yeah well. like there's we go to so many hip hop gigs already ourselves in Manchester so there'll be a place to to, to jump in on Definitely. that as well. especially being in Warren directly in between Manchester and Liverpool you've, got, you've yeah. got that scope because it's, it's weird well. that it doesn't have a kind of more developed scene in that area in a way isn't yeah. it because yeah. of Liverpool that, and like, is where it like is. packs and boat lines stuff in that kind of north west is so big mm. oh yeah it's yeah. massive in the north west now but but, but not, and I think that goes back to gap in the market. There's not a there's not a gap in the market locally. Yeah. Uh, sorry, nationally, but there's definitely a gap yeah, in the market yeah. locally, and yeah. that's why I want to. Uh, that's what I want to penetrate. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Right, yeah. So, um, like one one of the things that we found obviously when we were um, um looking up at what what you've released and what you've done is um we found your Warrington Guardian article, uh, an introduction yeah. to the local paper. To <laughs> yes. local paper. Um, it's. Uh, I think that's really interesting. Like you were able to get some local representation from people as a, a good uh, promotion tool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they sort of said in the article, you're you're one of the first people sort of paving that, and you've got them interested. Yeah. How how did that come about? Like, did they approach you? Did you approach them? How did it How did it happen? What was your experience like um, in that process? Well, yeah, it's quite. I say it's a funny story. It's quite simple, really. I mean, I was just at work one day. They follow me on Instagram. So I was like, oh, <laughs> Warren Guardian's following me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sat at work. I've got shortcuts to Warren Guardian, so I'm always just like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Because <laughs> I am so interested in the town and stuff. And um, they follow me on Instagram, so I screenshotted it, sent it to my mates, and they like, oh, that's funny. And then they DM me about 10 minutes later saying, do you mind if you write an article about you? I really like what you're doing. And, um, no and it's a big thing to represent Warren like that. So I was, I was like, obviously, I'd be more than happy I love the paper. I like what you guys do, and uh, just jumped on a on a call, Zoom call with, oh, uh, yeah, okay. with one of the no uh, one of the journalists, and he just obviously asked me a few questions, and then the article came out from that. Nice. So that's, that's, isn't that it's it's mad how simple of a process that is? As yeah. Well. <laughs> like how that just happens. It's a it's, it's a good point to point out there. Like if um, all it takes is a DM. Like we've been finding this with the podcast too. Is you get a bit worried, thinking like, oh, is somebody is somebody going to be interested? Is somebody going to open it? All it takes is just one DM, and usually there's someone on the other side who goes, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. it was a good opportunity for me, you know, yeah. gain some more uh, fans locally. So, so um, obviously, you just mentioned the album as well, um, and we, we definitely want to get into that. How did you start writing through the album, and uh, how is this being produced as well? Are you producing it? Um, and, and if you are, what was your journey like starting from, from making that tune up to where you are now? Well, the album, I'm not going to give away the title and stuff yet, Yeah. but that's, that is very, very soon. Nice. Um, 
but the, the album, there's a title track obviously in the album and that was the first song ever finished, if you will. And, oh, wow. I, and I, I thought, this is such a good idea mm. that I put it to one side for ages and I, at this point I'd never even thought about the album and that title track, from the, ta- from the track I got the idea from the album and then uh, obviously released the rest of the songs that I had and then while they were coming out I had time to make the rest of the album so I wasn't you know falling behind on content and yeah I just put I had that, that I had the cover I had the, the song the title track and I had the name of the album and then I had to just fill in the gap the gaps really and now it's done yeah it's done we're ready to go I'm so excited for it nice how did you how did you get the like the artwork for that so like all of the other things I think is some, something within your control there did you oh you're a graphic designer yeah of forget course, to mention man. I did the album artwork yeah I, I also wanted to say that I did all the art the cover art every song I've done so, so that's, that's, that's doing it, doing it all <laughs> myself like DIY it? it is yeah <laughs> so if you ever want to slag off that the artwork it's, it's my fault <laughs> you know, if you don't like the covers they're like a million different jobs in a way mm. all of those different components that you needed you know producer songwriter self-promoter do you know what I mean like manager by speaking to kind of play people yeah. like the paper and venues yourself you know it's clear to me that like if you your passion and drive to do it was the thing that kind of just meant that everything you came across you just then learned to do <laughs> yeah like I say it's just another rung on the ladder you, you know you, you, no one's going to do anything for you yeah and um, yeah you can't really like you can't just think oh that's too big of a hurdle you've got to come over it some way and yeah. you see these big artists with a hundred people in the team and stuff but when they started out they didn't have anyone yeah. they, they you know got off their ass and did it themselves so, what would you say, like, if, if there was someone listening to this say that, like, thought they had talent and really wanted to do it and felt like, you know, they couldn't produce, they couldn't... What kind of piece of advice would you give them, whether it's practical, whether it's about your mindset or attitude, to try and make their dream come true? Do you know what I mean? Is there anything you could say to them? Well, yeah, I'd say it sounds simple, but pick a goal, whether it's short-term or long-term. Yeah set yourself a deadline and just do something every day that gets you closer to that goal because it's not as far away as you might think you you can just do little things and then they eventually lead up to big things and that's why I'm here just doing a lot of little things and <laughs> trying to do them as best as I can as well So yeah, like when we spoke with Patrick the other day, like consistency is one thing too. Like you say, I think um, in general, like you're doing a graphic design job as well. You're mm-hmm. working full time. Yeah. As easy as it is to say pick a goal, it takes a lot to be able to come home and still be motivated enough to go and what is practically in other people's heads go work for another six hours. Well, yeah. Obviously, like you say, graphic design is all on the uh, Apple Mac. Yeah. I got an Apple Mac and I would do eight hours on the Apple Mac at work and, and I'd do then, six hours on the Apple Mac at home yeah. and now I've got a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, um, yeah, you, I have had days where it's like, am I, am I good enough? Is this good enough? What are people going to think of me? Am I doing it right? Am I working hard enough? Yeah. You know, but it's like you have good days and bad days 100%. in anything you do. But it goes back to what I just said about having a goal. You just want it that much. You just got, yeah, you just got to kind of look ahead of up the ups and downs or hurdles and you've kind of got to do little things to to get over yeah. it. Yeah, because it does look like, obviously, even popular musicians, proper popular artists, they'll have days where they're 
tearing up the desk, punching things because they're so angry. I've had, I've um, made a song and then Logic's crashed and it's not saved. And I've, <laughs> so I, no, I've mixed a song. I spent all afternoon mixing a song and it was just gone like that. And it was like I don't want to do this. I don't want to touch my computer for three days. I don't want to speak <laughs> to anyone. Oh mate, I, I don't want to do it again. Oh. Hard drive, bro. It was a bad time, man. It was a bad yeah. time. But yeah, but like I say, I got up the next day, changed my mindset, and just went and did it again. And then the ups and downs hurdles, you you feel so good after it, and closer to a closer to where you want to be eventually. Yeah, and there was there was one thing that you said uh, before the podcast as well that you really did want to get out, um, which I think really helps being able to come home and still work, which is mm-hmm. the passion of it. Like, there are a lot of people, as you mentioned, who um, who might consider it as something as a way to make money or, mm. you know, a way to, to focus on the numbers so much. But, um, you know, what, what's your opinion on that? Because, you, 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 as you mentioned before, you were driven so much more by passion than that itself. Yeah, at this point in time, I don't really care about money. Like I say, it goes back to how it started. It was fun. Me and my friend were having fun, seeing what we could get out of it, and I'm still having as much fun right now, mm. and seeing the benefits that I can reap. So, mm. if you if you go into anything with the mindset of this is going to make me rich, you're gonna get into them dumps where you have bad days, and you're just mm. not gonna be as committed or focused on it. Yeah. But if you've really got a passion for the for the thing you're doing, and that is obviously so important, mm. you, you're not you're not gonna get anywhere if you if you're not enjoying it. Yeah. It's simple as that. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, that, like I say, it's, I just really enjoy getting like the, just like the hype, the serotonin, the stuff from, that yeah. you get from yeah. like from little things. Like when I made my first song, I had like a uh, Snapchat memory from like two years ago, <laughs> which was just me on the first basic song, and I was so happy. And it's like <laughs> look where you've come. Still getting little joys like that out of, yeah. out of anything. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about like how you started your home studio, like just off that, like the early stages. Like, what was the first bit of like gear that you got? Obviously, you had to, like presumably a laptop. Well, yeah, I got my, I got my Mac in December of twenty nineteen. I want to say, and I didn't do anything for a while, and I wanted to get a basic recording thing up in my room just so I could actually lay layer vocals onto a onto an instrumental yeah, yeah, and just see how it true. sounded like I say basics at the start I went onto Amazon and I bought the uh, Scarlet Focusrite oh, set I just, you know the set with the uh, with the mic that's what I got mate that's the mic the uh, interface and the little um you get the headphones, you get the, the, head- the, the yes, headphones. headphones. Yeah, the red headphones. Been, I've just been passed down those headphones from him. It's, it's embarrassing. It's an honour. So how did you find out that you knew you needed that package, for example? Oh, it's just, you know, the intriguement of it. Yeah. It was like, I want to do this. I'm not going to sit on the idea. I have to do this. Yeah. So I went onto YouTube and it was like, how would you set up? How do you record, basically? Yeah. I, I typed <laughs> in, how do you record music? Onto a onto a computer and it was just like these are the basics what you need obviously you need a mic pop filter helps yeah. some good uh, studio monitors and obviously my budget then uh, there was nothing I was a sixteen seventeen so didn't have really any money it was like all just saved up from work yeah. got some of the worst Logitech studio monitors yeah <laughs> thin as anything <laughs> just to fit on the desk um, and yeah it was just. That obviously taught you you need interface. I was like, what's an interface? What's 2i2, 4i? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. And uh, 
but you pick you pick it up and like I say if you're still enjoying what you're doing yeah. you're gonna just keep going down this this rabbit hole of yeah. where do I go from here so I got I got the setup got everything sorted I got logic up and it was like right how do we lose, use logic now <laughs> I've, got, yeah. I've got everything but this logic. looks this looks scary logic as well logic has this thing where when you first open it up it has all the menus pre-selected open mm. so it just becomes so overwhelming you look at you like there's too many buttons here like, yeah. I just thought I thought there was a microphone button and then I can put a lot of track well, yeah I, th- I thought boom you've got you've got your main vocal track you've got your instrumental track bounce got a song <laughs> yeah. that, that's a oh yeah I quickly learned that lesson <laughs> takes a lot takes a lot yeah it's, it is something that you think this is I'm delving into something way above my depth here yeah. and that what is what happened to me really but it was like start with an EQ start with a compressor yeah. you know and just if that sounds better go with it and then the, I went onto a I actually had a logic lessons folder put onto me Mac nice which was yeah. like how to use logic how to I thought now YouTube I want to see someone doing it yeah. while I can have a screen open and on logic and just copy it but then obviously you, you, you carve that around your sound eventually yeah. but I wasn't doing that at the time I was copying what what any other producer would do yeah, yeah. was doing what just what do you reckon when you like first got into Logic considering how far you've come now you know like how what do you wish you knew back then like what, if you could go back and speak to like you a couple of years younger but just about production what would you say well, I wouldn't say this is specifically something that I would have needed to know, but I think it'd be very useful. Uh, obviously, Logic is for Apple Macs, iMacs, MacBooks, uh, and everything's done with commands, so you need to know your commands. Yeah. You know, all the just speeds everything up. But I, I knew that from uh, from being a graphic designer and working on the Mac. What I think I know yeah. that you can just put one take over the other and just cut. <laughs> and mix and match because I, I would have I'd record a vocal and some would one little thing in it wouldn't sound right and I'd just delete it and do it all again yeah. when you could just let you know lay the vocal and pick between parts and yeah, yeah. fade it in it's that's not, that's a you just you just solved so many problems for me there you know they like, call it as a name they call it comping I'd be uh, proud of it either for like the first four years you're actually <laughs> blowing my mind but, like when I'm making my YouTube channels man, when I'm making my songs on there I do the same thing I record the entire bit and I'm like if it isn't perfect for the entire the entire thing I'm going to have to record it but the time. thing is I'm nowhere near an expert at Logic Pro I'm still learning things to this day just like I say try, like, working on the job trial and error it's yeah. it's kind of that I'm still learning things I'm just just trying really that's all it is just yeah. like so which was the first song that you you started producing then that's a tough one right? <laughs> trying to think now because I, st- I, I do prefer uh, just getting a, an instrumental mm-hmm. download and it paying for leases and then because that's what that's what rap is really you don't you don't have to make the beats yourself I mean I know a lot of big artists too you know, that, what I found was like I say I, I was nowhere near an, a logic expert mm. and I made a few beats and stuff and it was like they're good but there's so much mixing to be done on top of that that it was like this is taking ages I just want to put what I've written here into practice so it was like I'll let, I'll let, I'll let some producers do do that do that. Yeah. I know I do respect them a lot because I know making beats is so hard do, do they make a beat for you you take a song in and go and record with them or um 
Uh, like, are you designing the song with them? Which, like, the song no, no, well, I'll get the beat made. Uh, get the beat made, I'll have an idea in mind of of, of what track, I'll, or, sorry, what lyrics I want to be over that. And they're always great. They'll send it back to me and it'll be like, boom, this is just exactly what I want. And I've had no trouble so far with that. So, okay. But I just... It is like a psyche, I can all keep saying it, trial and error. I'll put I'll put lyrics onto it and if that's not right I'll switch it up. But yeah, the producers are great, they're just they're just wizards, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Music true. wizards. And how um so for someone who might have tons of lyrics and is in a position like you were, um, they want to get a track out to them. How did you meet with these producers? How did you reach out to them and It's all done online. It is literally taking the the songs I listen to on a daily basis, doing a bit of research into who's behind this, who who's produced it. You know, they've got the tags at the front wow, of the song. Yeah. Literally going into Instagram, finding their their uh, their socials, looking at what beats they've got because they're always posted up, and just inquiring. And it's okay. about that. And they, they always have beat the uh, like beat store shop yeah. where you can purchase ready-made beats, or if you build that relationship up, you can you can get some personal ones. No way. That's what I like to do. That's mad. So with um with the album, how many tracks have we got on it? We've got eight. Eight tracks. Eight, yeah. No way. So I've only I've only just been learning out the difference between album, EP, LP, mixtape. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it, I think it's a mixtape. It's got eight tracks. So all of them are really well produced now. Um, I did a lot of them the producer myself. Uh, got a great guy at Matchbox in Warrington. Yeah. Which is a production company. Um, and he he just he just goes over it to master it. There's a little few tweaks here and there to get that that proper bassy sound, the the punchy sound. What a couple of my first songs were lacking, and I think yeah, this album is the best body of work that I've done, and okay. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Have we got any uh, you know the singles that you've got released at the moment? Are yep. any of them on the album, or are they eight fresh tracks? No, yeah, eight fresh tracks. No one's heard any oh, of them. Nice. I kept them all to myself. I'm just yeah, I've got just got them all back now. Really need to just. Uh, you know, tell him what tweaks I want to make in the mastering stage. Yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, I'll just leave it all up to him. He's great with that. So I don't want to step out of line <laughs> and question and, um, his expertise, really. Yeah, working with Matchbox, because they do videos as well. Do they do yeah. the music videos? With they do. Too? They've okay. done every music video I've done. I've got a shoot on Tuesday for the title track of the album. Nice. nice. But if I told you where it was... It would give away the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then the album, I'll tell you. I'll tell you shortly. Man. Okay. And like in terms of uh, so your album there, you've got you've got that one video for that one track. How many videos are you gonna make um, for the album? Yeah. So I've got like I say that one title track. I'm thinking a video for that. That's gonna be like the the big one, the main one. Been planning that for a long time. Got a few locations. I want to do the intro. I can give that away, it's called Intro. No. That song that song is going to be done, I'm going to do a live performance of that. So, they, you know, at Matchbox, they do something called Matchbox Sessions. I don't know if you've seen them, they do a lot of indie bands, they come in, record it live, and uh, one take, really, in their studio, and I'm going to do that for a, for that song, because I think that just sounds so good live. I remember recording it in my headphones and, and just having a reverb on it, and just, it just sounded beautiful, and then... So I'm going to do one of them, and I'm looking to do one more properly shot video, you know, uh, like the title track that I mentioned, so there'll be three. But, you know, like I say, I'm still on a budget, I'm still working with what I've got at the minute, but I'm just trying to maximise that. Yeah, I love it, man. I mean, is there anything about promotion, maybe? Like, because has that been, like, a hard journey, like... When I started, 
when I what, just, my passion was just music, you know, making yeah. the songs, writing. It was like marketing and everything just felt so far away. Yeah. It was like I want to stay well away away from this and yeah. just focus on what I'm good at and what sure. I enjoy. But it's got to a stage now where you realise how important it is if you're yeah. trying to build a following. I think a lot of artists think that way, to be honest. Like, struggle with that side of it. Yeah, I'm you know still, I mean? I'm still uh, pretty much self-promoting. I know for the album, I've got uh, got backing from a company, so I'm doing a lot of social media marketing and obviously oh, cool. getting on the curated playlists and stuff. Just trying to, you know, because in Warren, a lot of it is from intrigue. It's like, yeah, let's listen to what he's got to offer and then. If we like it, we'll stay listening and stuff. But breaking the boundary nationally is what really sets artists off. I've yeah, learned, yeah. and it is difficult to try and build a following of fans on social media, etc. When you're already doing a nine-to-five job, or you're already 100%. doing the rest of your hours doing music. So, but I've got to the stage now where yeah, I've I've built I've built a bit of knowledge uh, in terms of promotion. Realise how important it is if you really want to put your art out there to yeah. as many as possible. Yeah. I just want, I just, I just wanted to make music and see, yeah. see what I can do, or where that takes me. Um, but I've just prom promoting these singles uh, by myself, yeah. just to my socials, just to see if I can get a bit of a buzz around a particular single. Yeah. But when it comes to something like an album, which has took me 18 months, yeah. a lot of hard work, you know, a lot of days and nights and staying up too late and stuff, yeah. um, I think if you're putting that out to no one, you're kind of selling yourself short. Yeah. So you, in terms of that, you have to kind of look like 60, 40, 70, 30. I never want to say it's 50, 50 because yeah. then you, your work's not going to be as good. Yeah. You, like, you know what I mean? You have to put really like the work in and then think about that externally like after, which is what I'm doing now. The album's done and... Great, yeah. So is it a label that you're working with that you said that you signed um, in terms of that marketing or is it just a social media um, uh, ideal? Yeah. No, I want to work with a company that is yeah like heavy on social media, building a relationship with, they've, obviously they've built a relationship with companies like Spotify and can get on curated playlists and yeah. stuff, organic streams. So, But yeah, when you're working with like an artist management sort of thing, mm. they'll probably handle it better, but mm -hmm. right, I'm looking okay. at that for the future. That's not, yeah. So it's, it's kind of, in a sense, it is still a lot of, of self-promotion, but for yeah, the help of but technically I've set up my own label. Yeah. No, that's pretty... Don't shout about it. Was a record. Yeah, it's coming Was a record? Oh, my God. As if it's was a... So we've had a lot of was a rep, because I feel like we should mention that Matchbox are like a Warrington local company that are doing some cool stuff around yeah. the area, so yeah, it's true. nice to have them... Shout out Matchbox. Yeah, in yeah. the podcast. Um, yeah, that's true. And I, like, I'm quite interested as well, so, because... Um, like we've been talking about music videos and how we're going to structure it, right? And it's completely new to us. Mm -hmm. If if you're um, somebody who's got some material and wants to make a music video, what is that process like? Like turning up on the day, coming up with the ideas for it. Do you go in with a concept of what you want a video to be like, or do you just leave it all up to them? Yeah, I mean it's a lot of phone calls, a lot of planning goes into it. But at the end of the day, someone like myself. I was so new to these music videos and stuff. You just turn up, you've got an idea, and you just see what you can get out of it. Really, there's nothing to to worry about in that aspect. Like you're gonna get some content. It's gonna be better than you ever imagined, just because you don't think it's possible until you're in front of the cameras and you're in front of the lights and they've got fancy smoke machines and. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. 
Yeah, because you've uh, you've got like uh, three videos out now, haven't you? Mm -hmm. um, on YouTube. Um, so it, like that with the freestyles and stuff as well. Is that all recorded in their studio, and then they've recorded the video with it at the same time? No, I, I like to record a lot at home just because you limit yourself when you go to obviously I do go to studio and stuff and uh, it just gets you away from that same environment but you limit yourself when you're paying someone a lot you know a high fee for an hour or two mm. and then you stress out because you think oh, how long have I got yeah. but when I'm at home I can just really get into that flow zone yeah, yeah. where if I'll if one part of the song is going to take me two hours it's going to take me two hours and that's what I have to do yeah. but yeah when you go studio you, you could potentially come out with Something that you don't think's perfect, and I like to say I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. And then, and then if you want to go and make tweaks, you're gonna have to pay more. You can, you know, everyone's yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So I think that was I hit the nail on the head by just starting up on my own and mm -hmm. building that studio up because it gives me a lot of freedom. It's like my space now. Yeah, it's not someone else's. You're renting yeah. and worrying about. You know when they're gonna kick you out. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, but uh, studios are great because they do sound great. But <laughs> yeah, yeah they sound good. better. They they do. You just gotta like we've learned the hard way, haven't we? It doesn't. Mm. It's so much harder than you think. Mm. Oh, yeah. The amount of work you've had to put in. But the I mean, like I say, yeah, you know your studio, don't you? You don't have to navigate yourself around yeah. all these crazy all things, pieces yeah. of equipment. Yeah. I know what you mean. I think there's definitely something to be said for like just the glory of the home studio in general like it was my it was the start of like everything that i enjoyed in life was when i just started well, getting yeah. one i just started getting like yeah like we um i think it's so interesting like one of the things on the podcast we particularly like to focus on is the fact that we are in a digital generation now yeah. definitely like it, it used to be very well guarded behind you, you had to go to a record label you had to or you had to go to a studio to do this whereas anybody at home can now start jumping straight into this and learn how to do this himself yeah but also on the youtube on like the youtube thing like imagine how many rappers didn't come about because there wasn't a chance for you to just go and hear a well-produced beat on like a device in your pocket and just yeah. spit over it yeah. yeah do you know what i mean that's part of this kind of digital generation thing where like so there's so much more talent around because so many more people who are maybe not got the same connections or money are able to just come out and develop their talent do you know what i mean i yeah. think that's the reason why we do well, this. You, me you mentioned the digital generation. I think it is making use of the resources that are out there yeah. and you know, going down avenues where you've got to find things like such as YouTube videos and that, me networking with producers and stuff. It's all just going down going down certain like, avenues where you, you don't know where it's going to end up but yeah. you're going to get something out of it Yeah, which benefits you. And it's lucky for me because I've just turned 19 now so I'm starting off early but in the generation where things in my genre are just progressing rapidly and I can yeah. pull up my phone and get a new beat from my favourite producer that he put out an hour ago yeah. and, and you know get in contact with them that way which I think decades ago was literally non-existent obviously yeah. so yeah of course it is making the use of resources yeah. yeah definitely what would be the best thing to tell someone to get into music it would just, just be have an idea Build on the idea, mm. and just and just run with it. And and if you care enough and are passionate enough about it, then you're not going to care what anyone says. Yeah. And you, you can see deep down that you've got a good vision. And I'm still miles away from where I want to be. Mm. You know, I'm, I'd still say I'm only just starting, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned like how far you come and stuff, and it is just putting things into practice, taking what you've got, and and uh, and 
and that passion will get will drive you, drive you to where you want to be. Yeah. And yeah, little goals. Like I said, I, I set myself goals every single day, but the main goal is, you know, years and years away. But you know, it's Can you step, share your latest stepping goal stones. With us? Or just one of the goals, you know, but one that's not going to kind of um, give away anything about <laughs> yeah. your upcoming. Yeah, well, this is you know giving away a little bit, but yeah. I'm getting on to um, to you know popular music channels that are massive in in the rap scene. You know, your Grime Dailies, your SBTVs, and stuff. Oh, nice. And that was like my f- my first goal when I started. It was like. If I ever get on there, I've made it. Yeah. And it's it's looking like a major possibility at this point. So. No way. So that that's the that's the next big thing because that is obviously just promotion from one big channel that has thousands of fans that just go, oh, it's a Graham Daily video. Let me click on that. Um, so yeah, that's where we're going. We've obviously got the album coming out. That's just that was the goal. But yeah. that obviously that was the goal, you know. Yeah. From the, like I say, it was the first song I had. Turn yeah. that into, from a song into an album. It's like that yeah, is my baby. Um, but I've already got another album in the pipeline. An idea. I've got the cover art. Have you I've got, got a date for the? Got a concept. Yeah. Have you got a date for this, this album, album coming out? I haven't. I wanted it to be April. But like I told you, oh. perfectionism. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we should have had it this month. I know. Oh. We're gonna have to come back. No, it's good though because maybe then the podcast might be out. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, or we can come back and do round two. Yeah, how's it gone after the album? What's the response? You know, you know what would be oh, really good God. is after you get that uh, get on that TV, you'll be able to like talk about what it's like to literally say, "This is my goal." Once I'm there, I've made it, and be there and have done it. Mm. And talk yeah. about that. Do you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people like set themselves a goal, and then when they get to their goal, they're like, "This is just now the start." Do you know what yeah. I mean? Which is imagine how you'll feel. But like. A lot of people referencing Tyson Fury when he said, oh, my goal is to be heavyweight champ. And he was like, I've done that. What's next? Mm. This was my goal. And now that the album's done, I kind of thought for a minute, I don't want to have that. I've, I've done. You know, what's next? Mm. So, like I say, I've already started. You know, you just got to keep going. You know, got to be. You can never be satisfied with uh, with where you are. I'm, I'm Would not. you say that's the mindset that you need to kind of have? Yeah, because success? everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to put one song out and I'm going to be famous now. I've done it. I've got a yeah. song out, but you know you, your big artists and your bigger uh, rappers, for say, that you see now, they didn't just get famous overnight. You know, they've made a hundred songs, a hundred you've not heard or seen. Yeah, <laughs> they've gone through yeah, load of meetings, and I'm just in that process now, so it, it is good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's amazing. So, is there anything else that you've got coming up that you want to promote just for the end of the podcast? Don't worry if there's not. Uh, no, not really. I just, I'm just trying to stay as active as I can on socials. I don't, I don't really like social media, but you have to these it's days. Yeah, with yeah, the thing I'm, with the thing I'm doing, yeah, you have to. So, just look out, Junior underscore underscore caps lock on Instagram. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what can people find of your stuff now? Like, what platforms are you using? And, uh, what can people go and uh, have a look at now that they've heard um, how you built all this? Yeah, content? obviously, um, all the main. Music outlets, you know your your Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, all of them, YouTube. My songs get automatically uploaded onto my channel, but the videos are also on there. Um, I'm gonna have two videos hopefully out in the next three months to promote the release of the album. And uh, no, not not that's it really. Just yeah. just keeping going and yeah. never being satisfied. And once you've done one thing, start the next thing because yeah. I don't like to take breaks. Because you know, I can never be satisfied with 
with what I've done. I don't like to, well, I do like to take a breath, but I don't like to take a breath for too long, <laughs> is, what, is what I'm trying to say. Because you get complacent and you can easily get complacent because I think, or get worked up with, oh, this song's not done as well, or, but it's just like, I've got a goal and that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get caught up in, you know, hearsay, what, what other people are going to say and how it's performing. It's, just, it's just towards the end goal, isn't it? There is, yeah. there's, there is a lot of, um, there's a lot, I think, of anxiety around, um, people will hold on to tunes for years and years and years with that guise of perfectionism mm -hmm. when in, in reality it's actually sort of like a fear of actually putting something out. Yeah. Uh, is there any piece of advice you'd give in terms of um, overcoming that sort of feeling of actually putting yourself out there for people to see and judge? Yeah, um, I still get that all the time. Oh, yeah. So proud of you for actually putting it out there and I sometimes think, oh. But why is that so special? But now I look back and I think, you know, it does take it does take a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. But you have to be so confident in that your work is the the best of your ability that no matter what people say, you can just say, well, I've put all this effort in. I enjoy it. It's just yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. it's not looking for validation from the outside. It's looking at validation from yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you think it's good enough, then that's good enough for me. So if it's not good enough for someone else, they don't have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Pretty, pretty, pretty great mindset for someone just turned nineteen. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, this is the thing. You're gonna have a very successful career, I think. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. It, yeah, I'm, I'm still learning these things. You know, <laughs> you know of course, but it's about the, the, how much you're not gonna stop. Yeah, you know what I mean, I and think that, that's the yeah. best way to succeed that, is just to never stop trying. That's why. That's what it feels like talking to you, Jack. It's that you you are just doing it for the sake of having something fun to do for the yeah. day, and you're just loving what you're doing, which keeps uh, me out of trouble, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> does it though? <laughs> <laughs> you can decide that for yourself. <laughs> well, I'll find out from the videos as well. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just 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 really enjoy it, and I think that is. That's one thing that people starting have to take with it, mm, the yeah. enjoyment. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it yeah, because you're not going to succeed. Yeah, but that's not to say I still don't get anxiety when my song comes out. Are people going to like it? What are they going to think of this line and stuff? Yeah. I still get that. But it's just thinking, no, my opinion is is more valuable than the opinion of people that are looking far, far from the outside. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, true. I think you've given so many people so much good advice in this in this episode yeah, today. 100%. Like, uh, there's there's a lot in there that um, people who um, might you know be disheartened or or might feel like it is a million miles away actually feel like it's been brought a step closer. So, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for yeah. talking to us about it. All Thanks for having me, lads. Really enjoyed it. Nah, no worries. I just want to say, no fuck it. The album's called Golden Gates, boys. Yeah, we got the album. Oh! It's going to be out very, very soon. I love that. Look out for it. Oh no! So now we've got a, now we've got a situation, right? You got a USB. Either we've got to get this out. Thanks for tuning in to Making a Mentor. If you want to support Junior, you can stream his new mixtape Golden Gates on all major platforms. And if you want to come on and talk to us, DM us on social media or email us at contact at makingamentor.co.uk.